Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? I can take it. Welcome back to episode 32 of the Sludgecast main episodes. It has been a while, but of course you got Sludge here, then my brother across from me. Micah, how's it going? So we are back finally through the chaos that has been COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> Man, it's been nuts. And uh, of course with things, you know, we haven't announced on the show yet, but Micah is now engaged. I am, yeah. So he's getting married. He's, you know... Selling his soul like the rest of us <laughs> finally have. No, I'm like super excited about that, man. Like to none other than Walter, of yeah, course. Yeah. So, which is pretty, which is really, really awesome. So, so stoked about that one. Um, so we've been busy, yeah. and uh, of course, with the Monster Movie Stomp Down episodes, have been really been taking off. We've been doing kind of more of those, but we've actually had a plan with this show. We'll be transitioning this show. This will be the last sludge cast episode as you've normally hear it <laughs> um, we will be transitioning to a new show which we'll get you um, details out soon called the npc show uh, which is stands for the non-perfect christian show you know if you gamer nerds out there <laughs> we'll get the npc drop uh, for sure uh, but that's gonna be a really cool show kind of in the same veins of what we're doing here as far as the setup and a lot more to it uh, more music things like that uh uh, news will continue, but it'll you know, be real-world news yeah. instead of just media news, and there'll be movie stuff on there as well, but it'll be interesting. Hope you guys will like it, but this will be the last one that's dedicated straight and only to pop culture. <laughs> so the Monster Movie Stop Down, of course, will continue, uh, but we will be transitioning over to the NPC show um, at the beginning of the year, so we'll get through the Christmas season, and then January we'll start that. But we've got just a couple news things for you. Uh, one I am very torn about because I don't know how, I don't know how I feel, uh, but it was announced just the other day that Netflix had offered Legendary, who's got the majority stakehold in Godzilla vs Kong, because they paid 75 percent, mm -hmm. and then Warner Brothers yeah. paid twenty five percent. Yeah, but Warner Brothers controls the release rights, which is <laughs> makes sense. It yeah. Makes sense. Um, but Netflix offered them two hundred million dollars to release Godzilla vs Kong on Netflix, and they got turned down. Because rumor is they're working on releasing it streaming on HBO Max. But, of course, Warner Brothers has also said, no, we're still planning on releasing it theatrically, but there's this stuff going on. So we don't know. This yeah. may be a lot of articles going online are talking about God of Kong will probably be the last uh, tentpole film mm -hmm. of 2020 yeah. to be released on streaming. I don't know that I'm okay with that. Uh, no. Like, I'm I've I'm so excited and eager to see it because we were supposed to get it back in March. Yeah. Then they got to push to November because of COVID. <laughs> now it's May of next year. It's aggravating. Yeah. I want to see this movie so bad. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's one of those ones like because we know and, and we we talked about um, Wonder Woman coming out Christmas theatrically yeah. and streaming. And we know that movie releases on streaming is kind of going to be the new thing of the future right. you know, from right. here on out. It's it's going to be there. But theaters will continue to return, you know, as things open up. Because you know, yeah, we've seen the last couple of months, COVID is not a big a deal as people have made it out to be. Nine point ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's 
things are starting to normality slowly coming back and that's going to happen with the theaters too yeah but i don't think releasing movies on streaming is going to go away at this point so but i think some movies will be okay like with wonder woman yeah you know it's it's special effects spectacle you know i mean that i think it's that's cool because that's um, you got both options for right, that. Right, right. Like, would I be upset if I saw Wonder Woman on my 65-inch flat screen, no. 4K TV, no. versus theater? No. You know, I'm cool with... Either way. Yeah, getting the popcorn, renting it on there, and watching it with the family at home. I'm yeah. cool with that experience. But something like Godzilla vs. Kong, <laughs> giant monsters, massive special effects film... I want that on a big screen. Need my marquee recline chair and the speakers right beside my ear. I need the experience for that. I don't know that I want. I'll pay you know to go see in the theater, then rent it a million times over at home. Clearly, which I think is going to. I think it's going to benefit because people are like, well, then people, you know, how are the theaters going to do? Because no one's going to go to the theaters. I think people are still going to continue to go to theaters. Absolutely. But then I think the 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 studios have found a way through this to increase their profits. Mm Because you're going to have a large market of the of people, moviegoers, go to the theaters to see the movie that they want, the big blockbuster right, films. Right. And then they also have the option to watch it again at home <laughs> and pay more money to rent it. You yeah, know? I, I think it's a good idea. Perfect crime. <laughs> so I don't think for God of Kong it's good. I mean, I want to see it in this big screen. But the idea of like, oh man, I got to see it and experience it. And then, then you know, a week or two later, like, I want to watch it again. Yeah. I can now rent it at home. I think that's great. But then you also got a lot more movies that aren't as big budget the films like uh we just watched uh, or i just watched here recently um a girl with bella thorne and mickey rourke great thriller film um but a much lower budget we're talking like a 20 million dollar movie um that probably wouldn't have done super big in the theaters because it would have been drowned out right. by the blockbusters so i think the the streaming releases is great for films like that mm-hmm. Or even there's the new uh, movie coming out with Kevin Costner and Diane Ladd, or Diane Lane, um, Let Him Go, which looks absolutely great. So you, I think there's going to be a, a – it's a new open market yeah. that I think is going to be awesome. But not for Godzilla vs. No, no. Like, please make sure Anything we get that Anything more theater. than $100 million, Yeah, you know, I mean, like the next big Marvel film, which I mean, like, I mean, some of them I could see, you know, like Ant-Man – you know, three, I, I could probably do it home, yeah. you know, but now Spider-Man three, uh, I'm doing that in the theater. Oh, absolutely. You know, the next Avengers, I'm doing that in the theater. Have to. But I mean, so some of the smaller ones, you know, Blade, you know, the next Blade comes out. I might do that one at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be OK with yeah. that. Um, so we'll see. It's interesting the way that the market's moving. They're yeah. doing what they can to keep it alive. And, right. Uh, which is good. But I don't know. God vs. Kong. <laughs> no. Got to be, gotta be theater. interesting. Absolutely. So, so I don't know. We'll find out. As soon as we find <laughs> out, you guys will find out on the Sledgecast page for sure what they're doing 100%. But right now, it's kind of up in the air of where we're getting it. Uh, but then, I mean, it's so hard for me, too, man. God, oh, being yeah. Godzilla, it's like, ah, oh, I can have it on my TV, you know. All right. And the last piece of news, real quick, is and this just made me, me fanboying out because I love this <laughs> franchise. Chris Columbus. Who people are probably like, uh, the guy who came to America? No, not that guy. <laughs> the guy who wrote and helped create the original Gremlins with Joe Dante um, came out and said that they are still working on the third film 
a script has been wrote, and right now they're just trying to work out the the legal rights to it. So some get some legal stuff taken care of, and we will finally possibly have Gremlins three. And he stated we want to do practical effects. Yeah, no CGI. You have to with Gremlins. Got to. Well, they got that new um, animated show coming out. I think it's called Secrets of the Mogwai, um, which I'm interested to see. It'll be pretty cool. It's coming out. It'll be out on Netflix sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a couple stills photos from it. It looks pretty cool. But I mean, I, Gremlins was a childhood Christmas movie for me constantly. <laughs> like, and then the second one I absolutely loved. Uh, so I'm always down for another Gremlins, and I think it's pretty cool. So hopefully we'll get one soon. We know there's a script, mm-hmm. and we know they want to do practical effects, which I'm always pro for. Oh, absolutely. Films. Yeah. So just hopefully the legal rights get picked up or yeah. taken care of. Because like this year, on top of everything, it's been crazy with COVID and all just everything. There's been a lot of franchises been dealing with a lot of legalities. Oh, yeah. Like Friday the 13th has been dealing with legal stuff, and uh, that was that's been a whole big freaking mess. Um, but then, of course, movies like Ghostbusters had to go through a couple legal mm-hmm. things, and now Gremlins three go for Gremlins three would be super awesome. But I'm stoked about that; it's gonna yeah. be awesome. Be really so, cool. but that's really all we got news wise. And we're gonna jump into our topics. So, last time we talked <laughs> to you guys, we were doing another cage match, and this time it was going to be Master Chief versus the Terminator. And it's kind of hard. Like, which Terminator do you break down? We want to go with the original T eight hundred, the original Arnold one. Yeah. Not the T one thousand liquid one or the you know the new ones from Terminator. Um, what was that last one? Dark Fate, which was a great movie. Love that movie. <laughs> Finally, a return to the series that was worthy. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we're hitting up, and then this was all, of course, Micah's idea. The cage matches, which are super super awesome. <laughs> so let's you go first, dude. We're that we're duking it out. Master Chief of Halo versus James Cameron's The Terminator. Right. W- pros and cons, man. Who do you for, think for each? What. I feel like me and you always have difference of opinions on these. Pro- probably, from, from yeah. Superman to Goku to Animal versus <laughs> Cookie Monster. That was the best one we've done so far. Oh, dude, Animal I love that one. That was great. But um, for me, the big question is, is, is how do you want to do this? Do they all have access to everything? I think in this scenario, because you've got Master Chief and the Terminator, and, I mean, one-on-one brawl, they're both beasts. Right. Okay. Right. Machine versus super you know, human. human. Yeah. Um, but they're masters of their weaponry. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you would want to include the weaponry. Absolutely. You know, I mean, and with the thing with the Terminator and Master Chief is it doesn't matter which pistol they pick up, which rifle they pick up, they're going to know how to use right. it all. Exactly. So give them a handful of weapons. Okay. And see what happens. Okay. So for me, the big thing is, is, in any situation Master Chief has ever been in, he's always found himself lucky. You always seem to find a shotgun exactly when you need it. You always seem to find the rocket launcher, anything, the energy right. sword, whatever. Um, being someone who was uh, not even five foot tall when Terminator came out, I- I'm not too well versed on Terminator, but I don't really need to be because, in my opinion, Master Chief takes this easily. Really? Easily. Think so. I mean, I, well, I, we know he's. Got the heightened senses, the super. I mean, because you know he was genetically mm-hmm. created to be, yeah. you know, a Spartan, a super soldier, and of course the armor on top of it, the advanced AI with the suit. I mean, he's got. He, I mean, versus the Terminator. I mean, of course, you the T eight hundreds. I mean, these are the 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 machines that wiped out humanity. Right. You know, they're they are designed to be one thing and one thing only, and that's elite, perfect killing right. machines. They can disguise themselves, obviously, because of you know the bioorganic mm-hmm. flesh on top of it, and 
they are very hard to stop. Right. Very hard. Um, you know, I mean, they've taken on RoboCop. They've taken on aliens and, and predators and, you know, superheroes like, you know, Superman and all them. So they've run the gaunt- mm-hmm. gauntlet of other franchises. Right, right. And we're talking one-on-one here. So it's just it's one-to-one. Strength, yeah. Master Chief has the enhanced strength mm-hmm. he's got the enhanced senses and but is his strength enough to overpower a terminator a full-on machine right i don't think so okay but i think it's going to be close right I think it's, you know i mean the terminator grabs a hold of any man's uh, you know you know michael bain from the first terminator mm-hmm. or anybody's he's going to snap your arm like right. it's nothing punch a hole through you because he's a machine I don't think it's going to be as easy with Master Chief because of the Mjolnir armor. Yeah, well, you got the Mjolnir armor plus Master Chief's strength. I think is going to become mm-hmm. pretty comparable close. Right. I, you know, if they're throwing fist to fist, you know, I think Master Chief's going to be able to hold right. his ground. The problem there is Master Chief is still unfortunately human. He will get winded. Mm. The machine yeah. will not. So that I th- if I went with physical prowess and strength, I think they can go toe to toe. But the question is, how long do right. they have to go toe to toe? You know, if he can overcome the Terminator in two and three minutes, you know, then he might have the upper hand. But the, again, the Terminator does not run out of energy. Right. You know, it never stops. They're designed to live for pretty much practically forever. Exactly. Now, hardware to hardware. I think yeah, that's where I was going with it. it, it this is where I think they're going to get the he, the advantages are going to come in. Oh yeah, you got the Mjolnir armor. Okay, which is just the in the Halo universe is the top of the top when it comes to the armor. Energy shield and indestructible whatever metal yeah. that they created. So that's that's twice the amount that the T eight hundred has to get through. Right. You know, not just the armor, he has the energy shield to deal with at you know first mm-hmm. and to deplete. Right. And that's with you know and that ain't gonna be easy with Master Chief standing still, yeah. you know, <laughs> let on him move around doing what he's gotta do. So I think with that, well, even though the T-800 is all machine, mm-hmm. you know, and can take most weaponry like it's nothing, um, he's got a lot to get through yeah. on this one. Yeah. But then again, we go to the so third. So does Chief, yeah. Yeah, so does Chief. Chief's got a ton to fight through. So I think it takes it to the th- a third level mm-hmm. that needs to be discussed, and that is battle tactics. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. The T-800 is designed to be able to make an instant decision mm-hmm. on any battle tactic. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not like, okay, you know, this is option A, this is this type of format, or, or what would mm-hmm. you do in a fight? He's got it all programmed in right. how to do this stuff and anticipate. But Master Chief has got the experience. Not only experience, but I, I, this is my wild card, Cortana. That's my. That was going to be yeah. my upper hand, too, yeah. is Cortana. So you, the T eight hundred can do this, but master, you know, he's not only fighting another AI as advanced as him mm-hmm. in Cortana, as far as battle tactics and things to do, but then he also has the experience and of stopping two galactic yeah, <laughs> genocides, pretty uh, much. Yeah, of Master Chief himself. Yeah. So that's where I think it comes boils down mm-hmm. to is right there. I think if it was physical strength, just hand to hand. It would, I mean, it it would be kind of a draw. It would really depend on who could, how quickly could Master Chief take right. down a, a T eight hundred. Right. 
you know, versus a T-100, you know, because he'd only have a certain amount of time. I think you could run that 10 times and five times it would go, it'd split evenly. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, he could They're quickly so, get around yeah. him and rip the head right off, you yeah. know, or your snap. There's a lot he could do. Same with the T-800. Grab his first punch and break his arm or something. Just, yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's it's a real toss-up there. Um, so I, I can't decide based off of that. Because I think you take weapons out of it. I think they're both pretty impervious to each other's weaponry over time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's what I think it's going to be. I mean, if it's an hour of them hand-to-hand, mm-hmm. it's going to go to the T-800, mm-hmm. I think, because Master Chief is going to wear out. The T-800 will not. Now, I have a question. Does the T-800 uh, get destroyed by an EMP? Or would it, like, be shut down by an EMP? An EMP, uh-huh. it it would, but it could reboot. Okay, because Chief's uh, armor can detonate an EMP, so yeah. I don't know if that would count towards anything. So, depending well, on that's, how fast. that's true. That's why I didn't put that you know thing about that in there. I'm thinking like assault guns, <laughs> rifles, you know, <laughs> keeping on the kind of the same plane. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's fair. you know, but it even comes with the weapons. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about having to to shoot through and destroy the hardest metal mm-hmm. in existence versus a energy shield and then another one of the hardest metals mm-hmm. in existence. So I think they're really on par. I mean, right. they're about to unload an insane amount of weaponry, <laughs> to, you know, don each other. Yeah. Standing still. Yeah. So I do think where the edge is going to come into is going to be the battle tactics. I agree. And if it was just straight Master Chief versus a T-800's battle tactics and its CPU and its knowledge, uh, you know, I, I would have to go towards mm-hmm. the Terminator. But Master Chief's not alone in right. the fight. He's got Cortana, right. another advanced AI, probably more advanced than even the T eight hundred. I agree. So if you look at it that, I'm even though I'm a much bigger fan <laughs> of the T eight hundred, I'm going to have to give this one to, to Master Chief. When, I mean, I got to Thank just you. being fair when it comes to the expertise and the and the honest decisions that a human can make versus a machine. Right. Right. Ta- you know, put together with Cortana, that advanced AI. Mm-hmm. Who helps control the suit as yeah, well? Yeah. Um, versus the T eight hundreds, it's going to go with those two yeah. all all the way. So yeah, that's yeah, my thing. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. No, it's in yeah, my mind. Master it, Chief. It, yes, Master Chief. <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> he we wins. So I mean, it's an interesting fight. You know it really I mean? is. I mean, like we said, I think you could run it ten times, and yeah. just I, that because of the battle tactics, I think Chief takes it six I, to I four. I think it would be a lot more interesting if it was the new. Terminator. The oh, one, absolutely. The, the one that's the liquid and the machine. Mm-hmm. Because then you kind of got two on two, mm-hmm. you know, which we very, again, there's going to be a lot of pros and cons on those. But if we're going original T800 versus Master Chief one on one, you yeah. know, I'm going to give it to, I think Master Chief has the slight edge oh, yeah. to to win that fight, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, if you look at it, though, it's like, you know, Master Chief versus Robocop. Robocop could take down several T800s. Mm-hmm. But you know, can Master Chief overtake Robocop? Not that I think those two would fight because they're both, you know, lawmen pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, so I have to look and think, okay, if Robocop can do it, can Master Chief do yeah. it? Can Master Chief beat Robocop type deal? So yeah. it's a whole big deal. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm always going to go Robocop, period. <laughs> but uh, but in all honesty, yeah, that one's totally got to go to Master Chief. I agree. So, okay. which is pretty sweet. So now, you know, we're not going to continue with the cage matches. So there we go. Cage match, Master Chief, he takes the win. Uh, because of the team of him and Cortana over the T eight hundred, I think just totally does it. Um, but what what you know? What are some of you know? Kind of quick before we you know jump to our song and then the next topic. Um, some cool cage matches that you had thought of because we'd thought of a oh, few. Man. Yeah, no, uh, I really like the um, 
Batman Beyond versus Spider-Man 2099. That That's was, right. So who would you so Batman Beyond, Spider-Man 2099? I think Batman got? Beyond. I'm going I, Miguel I know here. Miguel has that killer edge, but I, for the same reason Chief and Cortana, he's still got Bruce. And I know he does I know he Bruce, has an yeah. AI, but I think Bruce has again that battle tactician that Oh dude, yeah. yeah. He's he's a much 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 more of a battle tactician than yeah. Miguel O'Hare is. But I mean, I'm going with even with Bruce and oh, Terry's I ear. I mean, the suit's not going to stand the veracity of Miguel's talons, right? Nor his venom. You know right. what I mean? A lot of people forget he's got those fangs mm-hmm. um, that he can rip through. Plus, his strength is just—he's just, he's just oh, stronger. It's yeah, twice as strong. As yeah, Terry so easily. Um, so I'm going to go twenty nine nine all the no, way. Not, one, yeah, definitely. that's. Um, but that would be an awesome that's fight a cool, yeah. So Next one. What's the next uh, one? The another one we. Where's my phone? Let me pull this up. I have a list. He has a list. I have a list. Um, one that I, I tried to stay away from superheroes, but you know it's kind of hard not to go straight to superheroes. Especially in a cage match. Yeah. Uh, but Hulk versus Doomsday. That would have been a good one. Um, because I don't think people realize how stupid powerful Doomsday is. Yeah, insanely. Um, I'm still going to have to go Hulk on that one because of the intelligence. Right. Well, I mean, it kind of depends. Are you doing, you know, you know, straight born doomsday that doesn't have any immunities to. Well, I mean, even if you just do, you know, not straight born, just I mean, the doomsday at its finest mm-hmm. versus Hulk. Which Hulk are we talking? Are we talking about Professor Hulk? Oh, you that's I mean? an easy fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm totally giving that to Professor Hulk. Really? Yeah, well, absolutely. Because his intelligence is far superior to Doomsday's. So he's going to be able to not only match him strength for strength through the fight. He's going to be able to outsmart Doomsday toe to toe. I mean, through the whole thing. So, I mean, I think that. I mean, full strength Doomsday is able to kill Superman. And, you know, my feelings on Superman. That's I true. think Superman could punt Hulk to the moon and back. And um, But, yeah, I think Doomsday takes that just based on ferocity. If it's if it's Hulk, regular Hulk versus Doomsday, I'm probably leaning towards Doomsday. Right. Well, but because if it's, if it's Professor yeah. adding the brawn and brain, where Doomsday has no brain, you know what I mean, from you whatsoever, I would have to give the edge to them. Right. So, so I think it would depend on the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and then the the classic Mario and Sonic argument. Oh, man, and yeah, the jumper versus the runner. Like, who would you go with in a battle? Um, that would be difficult because Sonic's got the speed. He does, but I think Mario's got the wit. Oh, absolutely. You well, and even if you're talking, like, power-ups, too. Yeah, Mario gets true. the invulnerability star. It's over. That's very but true. But Sonic gets the rings, and oh, what's the thing's called? Oh man, like it, that that would be tough. I I don't know who I would. That would be hard for me. That yeah, would be one of the ones I think we had to have a third person. Oh, I agree. Because that I, would be difficult. Yeah. I mean, my fan favorite would be going Mario. Oh, yeah. But I mean, with the speed and the rings, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of lean towards Sonic. You, you kind of I mean? have like, to, but yeah, because I mean, Sonic would hit him 150 times before he Mario. <laughs> exactly. Knew. It's like, well, it just happened. Yeah. Um, I would lean Mario the definitely oh, that I agree. way. Uh, yeah, we had some cool ones, man. Like that would have been pretty sweet. I mean, uh, John McClane from Die Hard, uh, you know, versus uh, oh, who do we have him up against? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it wasn't John Wick, was it? No, yeah, yeah, John versus John. That's right. It was yeah. John McClane versus John Wick. Who do you have in a fight on that one? Uh-huh. So, I'm I'm going with McClane. Like, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> you can never stop McClane. You know, Wick's definitely the better fighter. Without question, but McLean's just he's top notch. You can beat him to nothing and he comes back and wins. So, but it was really, man, it's a really, really cool series to to, to tackle. Um, 
So hopefully you guys enjoyed the couple of ones we did. Animal versus Cookie Monster. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, man. was so, so good. So, all right. Well, let's jump to a song for you guys real quick. Of course, I'm going to be a little biased. I said it to Micah before we started. <laughs> uh, my band Awaken has released a new single uh, called The Veil for our upcoming record, Monsters Machines. That's due out early of 2021. Um, and it's uh, came out actually, when you guys hear this, came out uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love this song. I love the vibe, the feel of it. We've already gotten some great feedback from it. It's spinning right now on a lot of radio stations. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Here's Awaken the Veil.
All right, and that was Awaken with the Veil. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. I love the song. <laughs> I love this whole record. Man. Oh yeah, like, it's as great. A, f- a fan joining the band is where I'm at. Like that's what ha- what ha- really happened. This record's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like, and the three singles we've released already, people absolutely love it. And uh, there's so much more to come. And every song on this record's just top notch. So, <laughs> y'all been look out for it. So, <laughs> all right, man. Last topic of this this show. Couldn't period. be more fitting. Could not be. Yeah, you're right. Couldn't be more fitting. I mean, how do you wrap up, you know, the pot, the pop culture podcast show? That, oh, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, duh. And uh, nothing better than Mandalorian. Yeah. Season two is is now out or, yeah. you know, coming out episode by episode. And uh, as we recorded this, episode five just came out. The Jedi. <laughs> Dude, where we have started and gotten to so far has been. We're turning the Star Wars universe on its head. Oh, real quick. so <laughs> much, man. Like, I'm so stoked about this. So, I mean, for those who don't know about the Mandalorian, everybody out here knows about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Never mind. Everyone knows. Like, that's the reason why you get Disney Plus. <laughs> there's no other reason to get Disney no, Plus no, but Mandalorian. Not. There's not. Um, so, for me, first season, man, of course, everybody watched it. But, I mean, recap, you know, Mando, the Mandalorian, um, as he starts to, to build his repertoire and his armor, um, he gets caught up in a job uh, to find the child, as we all know, the, the, whatever we call the baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. We now have a name, which we'll get to <laughs> in a minute. Um, of course, he ends up kind of bonding with the kid mm-hmm. and uh, saves the kid instead of sending him to the Empire. And it leads him on a an insane quest to try and find the kid's people, or you right. know, who he comes from, where he comes from. And um, then there was the hints, and we all know, of course, you know, he's like yoda he's got them high mandalorian counts he's a mandalorian yoda, count or god mandalorian, mandalorian <laughs> <Midichlorian. Midichlorian> counts. <laughs> um and uh you know so we know where it's going and john favreau has just done an outstanding oh job with the show phenomenal job uh there's a lot of great characters man like so far who's your favorite character oh mandalorian obviously but like i mean outside of man uh, yeah. and the child yeah no um i really like cara dune oh, I, I like she's her. my favorite she's really cool yeah. Um, but I'm also I really like the mysteriousness behind Moth Gideon. Uh, yeah, the, I'm interested to see. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of season one, Mando fights Moth Gideon and uh thinks he kills him, mm-hmm. but ends up not, and the dark saber yeah. appears at the end. What an epic <laughs> end of that season it was. And so now we know, now we jump into season two, man. And then Cara Dune, by the way, yet yeah, is my favorite character. She's awesome. She is super, super cool. Um I really want to see more of her mm-hmm. in this season. I agree. Um but so in season two, um, he knows he needs to find the Jedi at this point, and that's where he's kind of going yeah. with 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 the child. Um, but Moff Gideon's in the background, and we're kind of starting now to find out the reason, or what we think may be the reason of why he wanted the child. Mm-hmm. And the last episode, episode four, the siege, we really found out that because they go to destroy a. They think it's just an, an, an imperial empire base. Mm-hmm. It ends up being a lab. They're pulling midichlorians out of different beings, and that's what the goal was with a child mm-hmm. to create some kind of soldier. Because mm-hmm. the last thing you see of Moff Gideon is in a room with these pods of uh, yeah troopers, yeah. and these troopers look—they're blacked out. And it's like the Death Squad troopers from Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's what it's like, and it's like, man. Who? What are they making? <laughs> What's going on here? And, and they're infusing them with midichlorians. <laughs> are we talking troopers that can use the force? Are we going back know? to old republic, like Knights of the Old Republic uh, pro- stuff. There? Something like, like that, man. It, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, 
Um, and then, of course, we got the big episode today, mm-hmm. and that was freaking Ahsoka Tano. The dude, seeing her, like, I knew that Rosario Dawson was playing her mm-hmm. in the show. We knew that because there were the rumors, and then she officially cast. Yeah. But to see her finally on screen, a live-action Ahsoka, was absolutely epic. Yeah. We, we watched, you, we sat down and watched the episode together. Mm-hmm. And that opening sequence, man, spoiler alert, just for anybody that's <laughs> listening, just the, there's going to be a lot of spoilers, so be prepared. If you haven't watched it, I know what's wrong with you anyways. Thanksgiving, who cares? You know, <laughs> watch, watch Mandalorian. Um, was You said something about the Predator, because it very much was yeah. like, I mean, she was in and out, like disappearing in the fog. And the only time you would see her is when the lightsabers kicked were, on. Oh, yeah, dude. It was epic. Like, so she's bad. She's yeah. just freaking bad. Yeah. You haven't finished Clone Wars yet, have you? No, not yet. Still so, working on it. Okay. So you don't get the idea with the the white sabers yet, do you? No, you not, not okay. yet. No. Okay, huh. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll leave it there. But it, it has meaning, and it's really cool. And you'll understand why in the episode, spoiler alert, that she is having trouble taking over control of the kid. So it, okay. it, it makes sense more you watch in the Clone Wars, and it's, I don't think they did it to like force people. Oh, watch Clone Wars, buy more Disney Plus subscription. They just did it for a tie-in, I guess, for the people that were yeah, because everything's tie-in. Well, because yeah. she makes mention the whole reason she's at this planet um, after this uh, magistrate is mm-hmm. this magistrate's master is General Thrawn. Yeah, and General Thrawn's from the Rebels, mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels. So I mean, it's I love that it's it's the story is growing on its own. Mm-hmm. But it's not only growing on its own, it's reaching out into other stories of Star Wars and bringing things together that you wouldn't think. Oh, man, if they bring Ezra Ridger into this. Oh, that would dude. be awesome. I mean, like, I love what Favreau's doing. Yeah. He's, he's a genius. He See, Kathleen taken... Kennedy, this is what happens when you keep your grimy mitts off of Star Wars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Should have given it to Favreau from the you know the beginning before they did the prequel series. That's what they should have done. Favreau, you want a job? Here's your next forty years of life. <laughs> Give us Star Wars. Um, but I mean, but it was it was awesome. I mean, so not only do we you know see Ahsoka mm-hmm. and she freaking kicked freaking butt. We got introduced. You know, she's after Thrawn, mm-hmm. and we also find out the child has a name and we find the name and it's Grogu. So that's awesome. So now yeah. I'm like, okay, so now all the baby Yoda figures or the child figures going to be say Grogu on it. You yeah. know, I'm like, Oh man, that's awesome. My child Funko Pop's going to be worth so much more money. now. It is man. Now that it's no longer the child. <laughs> um, but it was interesting and cool because I, they took a twist with it yeah. that I didn't see coming. You know, he brought Grogu to Ahsoku to have her train him, you know, and, and take him because he's, he's, you know, mm-hmm. And what and what's crazy is finding out where he was from. Right, he was from a Jedi temple. Yeah. He's you know, been there all along. Yeah, and uh, which is interesting because he was on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, so like we know that Anakin mm-hmm. killed the younglings. Mm-hmm. Who attacked the younglings on Coruscant? Was Anakin? Was it? Was oh, that's right? Yeah. It was Coruscant. I was thinking who was on. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So so he's there, Coruscant. But she states someone escaped him, with him. Yeah. So who escaped with him? Well, would it have been Canaan from Rebels at that point? Could have been. Would be. We are tying into Rebels now with Thrawn. Yeah. That's possible. I'm interested to see where they take it. Mm-hmm. Like this is really really cool. Um, and then of course you know, to me the greatest thing of the episode was. Mando and Ahsoka teaming up. Oh yeah, you're talking like the oldest rival in Star Wars history, the Mandalorians. The Literally Jedis. the oldest. Like yeah, there's yeah. nothing 
nothing older in 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 Star Wars, in the known Star Wars universe. Yeah, that we they have always been from the beginning of time, mm-hmm. pretty much enemies. Mm-hmm. They've always fought against each other, and to see them team up. Dude was awesome. He even great. dropped the line. He's like, they wouldn't see, they won't see that coming. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, they won't. <laughs> like, this is great, man. Like, and so each episode, especially this season, has continued to top the previous episode. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a one or two episodes uh, in the season second one. one. Yeah, was... you know, where I was like, I felt like I got fillers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far this season, man, it's just been a step above every single time. You like season or episode two more than one? Yeah, for real. Yeah, I've liked every episode better than the one previous. I thought they've just gotten better and better. Dude, in the Crate Dragon episode, that was three, right? That was one. That was one. That's why I was, asking, I was, I was surprised you liked two oh, more than that. No, yeah. Because no, two was kind of the drop-off, and I was like, eh, it was okay. It wasn't bad at all. It was just I kind of like, a, it was, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it was all, more of a horror episode with the spiders and everything. No, no that's right. No, yes. The old, <laughs> I got those backwards. I was thinking the spider one was the first, and then the Crate was second. Yeah. No, I love the Crate Dragons. Mm-hmm. But no, the spider one, I like that so much more. Like, but the main reason because the spiders were was originally for Empire, right? You know, what I mean, so to me that was awesome. So I mean, I'm looking back on my my Star Wars Blu-rays and oh, seeing yeah. like the the artwork for some of the stuff that was mm-hmm. taken out. It wasn't used in Empire. The spider cave scene was there, yeah. You know, and getting the, to bring that dude, and you know me, Empire oh, yeah. number one, oh, I freaking loved it, yeah. man. That was so yeah. so cool. Plus, I liked the door that was opened in that episode with the rebels. Alliance mm-hmm. and Mando, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, we should take you in, but you did do this and this mm-hmm. and this and this. It really kind of shows that I think we're seeing with Mando something completely different than the actual Mandalorians. Yeah, which is which is cool. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I'm loving the the character development. I mean, when it's so hard, I was thinking about today too. I was like, man, Empire's where it's at for me. <laughs> like that's always been the best mm-hmm. Star Wars period. But, I mean, now we're a season and a half almost-ish of Mandalorian. It is so neck Making me sweat a bit. It <laughs> is, man. I'm like, I'm not going to end up liking Mandalorian more than Empire. The, the, the thing that I've been struggling, not struggling with, because this isn't a struggle at all. It's just hoping, I guess, is like, are we going to get to the point to where he eventually gives off Baby Yoda to Luke? Because this is around the time where Luke's starting up the new Jedi Academy. I mean, yeah, with that's ben true. And, that's the point. But then why do we see him? But we don't see him in the movies. There's a lot that could happen. Here. Right, right. There's right. a lot that could happen here. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, how far are we going? Are we going to go exactly. to a preteen or teenage mm-hmm. Grugo? Or Grugo? I mean, at that point, Mandalorian you know? would be like 80. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, the Mando, the Lorians, they live longer. Right. You know, I mean, right. they live a couple hundred years. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I don't, like how I don't know. I don't know where he's taking it. I know he's got some ideas, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. Like people, literally. Oh, Micah, the the next Jedi they're gonna meet. It's already been cast or talked about. Who? Uh, Cal Estes from the Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah. So that's, that's what. Right. Okay. I forgot. Yep. That's what we were. Dude, okay. I love what they're doing. They're, yeah. I mean, they're pull, they're tying into books, to the games, to the other series. It's amazing. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, people literally. Get Disney Plus just for, for oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, I mean, when Mandalorian first season ended, uh, they lost like 270,000 subscribers. Yeah, for real. Like, legit number. 275,000 or something yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah, it was like off, like the moment that last episode done, canceled. Yeah. I'm like, it, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's the best thing Disney mm-hmm. Plus has to offer. Um, and and honestly, when it comes to Disney Plus, like with what, what HBO Max is building towards, 
they really want to step up their game. Like pulling from the oh, we got these old Disney movies. Nobody cares. <laughs> we already got those on Blu-ray. <laughs> We've had them forever. You've had them for years. Yeah. So they're going to step up their game. Yeah, I uh, agree. I HBO's agree. coming up. Man, it's it's been amazing. Like I can't wait to see what happens. With so this. I guess the big question for this last episode and for the rest of this season is. Is the season going to end with Thrawn being the villain for season three, or are we going to actually get him in season two? I don't know, because you still got Moff Gideon. Well, and the guy who, um, I can't remember the actor's name that plays Moff Gideon, states that he is in season three a lot, too. Right. So, I mean, something's building somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, are we going to see Thrawn and Gideon together? I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think possibly the end of this season will end, and, and she mentioned taking grogu to a jedi mm-hmm. temple we're assuming the last remaining jedi temple um it was a temple ruin that had connect, still high to force, connection to yeah. the horse yeah um to with find the out stone, yeah for the scene stone i think that may be where we end the season mm-hmm. I, which agree, I think yeah. would be oh epic. God. <laughs> to you know and like it would make me so mad but i, I almost kind of want it let him get to grogu get on the scene stone and then end it and not know until Open up next season. Season three is he yeah. going to become a Jedi or is he not? You know, because she does she won't train him because of mm-hmm. his tie to Mando. Mm-hmm. He looks up, looks to Mando like a father now, and the the attachment and the fear and things come with it. Obviously, we know for Jedi's, you know, you, that can lead to the dark side. With an awesome drop she gave to Anakin during the episode two, um, you know, that's yeah. why she won't yeah. train him. It's cool. I can't. It, this is so. This <laughs> show then, is phenomenal. You've also got the Boba Fett. Still out there. I know. Oh, yeah. Well, now, is it Boba's or Django? I think it's Boba. You think it's Boba? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't 100% sure what we knew about that. How is it Django? <laughs> I don't know. His head's still on Geonosis. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true, but I mean, or, or a clone. You know, it could what I mean? be, a could be Well, a I mean, they have been talking about um, how a bunch of the clones are actually going to show up. Like in Rebels, Rex and two other clones yeah. are still alive. Like they've talked about bringing them into it. And if that happens, Micah's heart will explode. Like that's oh, childhood wonderment. Just it would be, it'd be so cool. be great. I mean, I love it, man. And that episode was, I mean, that was great. I mean, to see Mando and then the original arm, Boba Fett armor was yeah, super, was super cool. And, oh, what's the guy's name? He did great. I loved him. The, uh, the Marshall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was oh, awesome. Cannot think of his actor's name. Oh, he was phenomenal. That episode, every episode's been great, man. Yeah. Even like the Siege episode, which has been, was the last one was so good. Uh, Carl Weathers directed that one. He did a great job yeah. directing that. Um, I'm so stoked. You know, hopefully uh, Taiki Watita comes and directs a few episodes because I know him and Favreau worked really hard on those oh, last yeah. couple episodes of season one. Yeah. Um, I think they make a phenomenal team. Oh, yeah. Um, so I want to see them wrap up this season, too, which, I mean, how many episodes are we getting this season? 13? Or no, 10 this season, I think? I think so. Because it was eight last, and it's supposed to be 18 altogether. Am I right? I, I believe so. I know we're getting, I think we're supposed to get one or two more yeah. this season, so. I think it's 10. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm stoked, man. I mean, this is. <laughs> And it's hard, too, because, I mean, I think one of the reasons why, I mean, it's made a new, it, this sets the new bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I th- I do think the Mandalorian season so far is far superior to the, the Skywalker saga that we got. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean. Well, I saw a picture the other day, and it's, uh, what if this was our sequel trilogy? It had Luke, Ahsoka, Baby Yoda, Cal Estes, and Edra Bridger all in, like, a Jedi temple together. Oh, that would have like, been epic. Why would, why? Why? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, Abrams had to come, you know, fix what Rion messed up, you mm-hmm. know, because what he, you know, Abrams started with the, you know, Force Awakens, and been. it was a mess, man. Like, I, I still find it far superior to the prequels, mm-hmm. uh, but, well, 
not the, the not um, I won't say far superior. superior. Not, yeah, the beginning a little bit, and then the ending was where it's at for me. I mean, of the all three of the Skywalker saga, but I mean, Mandalorian to me is just I mean, it's it, it's so much better. Yeah. Like through and through, and we don't even have a Jedi as the main character, really. Exactly. That's uh, that's the big thing, and especially I think yeah. that's what people are connecting with more, is that there's not this superhuman god that you have to look up to a standard of. It's just right. the, a guy in armor. Like, yeah, and you'll get your Jedi stuff here oh, yeah. and there. Finally, you know, you know, even hints with, of it. The, the, even with Baby Yoda, or, uh, with Grogu. Grogu yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, we gotta get used to that. Yeah. Now. Um. You know, we got the dark saber mm-hmm. for season one, and baby, you know, Baby Yoda did it again. Grogu. Um. You know, using the force here and there, which we find out he's he's been suppressing suppressing it out of items, fear. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, man. I can't wait to yeah. see where it goes. So I, I mean, I think I'm saying at least five seasons. We oh, I, at yeah. least. So more. the big question for me is for Clone Wars and everything: who holds the dark saber at the end of this? Is it Mandalorian? Does it go back to Bo-Katan? Does it go? Are I, they going to bring Sabine in from Rebels and finally give it back to her? Did we find out she died? Like what? I don't know. Because that's huge. Because I, him the, having that Darksaber means something happened to Sabine at the end of Rebels. Yes. And I wonder if that's why Ahsoka's kind of in exile. Kind could of, be. Could be. I don't know. Well, well, I don't know. We'll find out. I think, I don't know if Mando should have it. I agree. You know, Mando is, is if Mando is more along the lines of like Boba, mm-hmm. then I could totally see him having, you know what I mean? But Mando's character is so. But at the same time, he is. According to the Mandalorian religion, he is the only Mandalorian kind of left, other than, the, well, I don't know where the armor is at this point. Well, yeah, that's true. He really is, unless there's someone out there. Yeah. I mean, because most of everybody that was on the planet was wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've, you've got Bogotan, but they're... But I like the introduction of the six, like the, the, the yeah, S-E-C-T-S. Which was, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, which was cool. And, and it's I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, if Bogotan returns, how that pans out, mm-hmm. because... Mando is so much old school Mandalorian yeah. where Bogotan is not, you know what I mean? They're a little more political, <laughs> it seems like. And things yeah, like that. So yeah. that's really cool. Adding the depth to the Mandalorians. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait oh, to see what goes. There's so many options. Yeah. And they're clearly taking whatever options they oh, want. Yeah. So I think it's super, super cool. Have your own fun. He's just having fun with it. I love it. Oh, it's so I good. I'm glad they're letting him just run, you know, just give yeah. it to him, let him run a gauntlet. So. I don't know. You guys let us know what you think, man. And, of course, we'll continue talking about it on the, the Facebook page. We'll not stop talking about the, the shows there. Um, but, man, I, it's it's the best thing Star Wars aside from Empire, for me still at the moment, but that might, might change because it's getting so <laughs> – this season has taken off so good. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, there you go, man. If you haven't seen The Mandalorian, it's time to catch up and watch oh, it. Oh, it absolutely It's the is. only reason to have Disney+. Plus. It's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Watch it, get rid of it, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, well, yeah. So, you know what you want to add on The Mandalorian? Oh, no, man. Yeah. Man, it's so good. Yeah. So good. That's all you so, got to say. It's, uh, it's amazing. But, man, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. You know, we wanted to get a couple things out there and talk to you, let you know what's going on. So, yeah. I said, uh, be ready at the beginning of the year uh, for the new NPC show. So, Sludgecast will consist of the NPC mm-hmm. show. Um, or the NPC talk show. I haven't really decided how we're going <laughs> to label it yet. Um, but the NPC talk show will be coming. And then, of course, we'll continue the Monster Movie Stomp Downs, uh, which are still doing great. Yeah. I mean, super good. We've got special guests coming up, two special guests this upcoming month. Um, one big name, August Bragone, huge in, in the the monster movie industry. I mean, he's worked for, he's wrote books. He, you know, editor in chief from Famous Monsters of Filmland. Yeah, worked for Criterion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's, 
got me a little nervous. You know, <laughs> so when, you know, everyone knows me as the Godzilla guy, and I know everything Godzilla. I don't know nothing compared <laughs> to August Ragone. You know, it's like having like a you know a college graduate talk to a first grader. That's how I feel. So how many times does this actor unzip his suit to pee? Uh, exactly fifteen during this day of filming. Yeah, <laughs> he probably knows that stuff, dude. Like, I, I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. I mean, I know a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, like. Uh, Ken Sits, uh, Ken Pachira Satsuma, the guy who played Godzilla from '85 to mm-hmm. destroy destroy it. You know, I mean, his first appearance was actually in the Smog Monster, and Gigant is who he played in the '70s. But he actually had to have emergency surgery during the filming of Godzilla's Smog Monster, so emergent for his appendix that they kept him in the suit and did the surgery with him in the suit. <laughs> You know, most people are like, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, August is like, yeah, and they use this drug and that type of thing and this size scalpel. You know, I mean, that's and this the, is how they opened the suit. To yeah, <laughs> like, like he, this is the name of the doctor that worked on him. This was the nurse, and she passed away this year. And what, whatever. You know, I mean, that's how August is. I mean, August yeah. just knows so much. Um, so it's super cool that he's going to be on it. So we'll continue those shows and uh, episodes. Not slowing down on those because people love them. Uh, and they've really picked up. We thank you guys so much for that. But me and Michael wanted to jump back on uh, before the Christmas season and let you guys know we love you. It has been an insanely fun ride doing Absolutely. this. Um, uh, but hopefully you guys will enjoy the NPC show. Um, again, look for that. Uh, first episode will be out at the beginning of the year. Um, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Like I said, it'll be, we'll have some new stuff on there again, multiple songs, um, you know, some entertainment things. And, you know, <laughs> we'll, I'll line out the sketch for you when we get there. But uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. And for, I guess, the last time of this episode, <laughs> this is Sludge. This is Micah. Y'all have a good night. We have a hole.